This is Brain Diet, episode number 101. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Brain Diet, episode 101. Now listen, I have thought about this episode for literally over two years. I have thought about this specific number of an episode since before I even started the podcast, since before episode one was even a thing. And the reason is, when I was in fifth grade, my fifth grade teacher taught us that when you have these three-digit numbers, you say 101. 102, 103. You do not say 101, 102. She taught us that when you use the word and, it acts as a decimal. So if you were to say 101, it would be the equivalent of 100.1. So you can imagine my dismay over the last two years as I have anticipated this episode sitting here deciding, do I say 101 or do I say 101? I have literally thought about this for two years. (laughs) So here we are. And I don't know the answer. Does anyone know? What is, I think most people use the word and when they say these three digit numbers, but is that grammatically and numerically correct? I don't know. So anyway, as I was preparing for this episode... I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. And you would think I would be more so that way with episode 100. And I was to a degree, but 101, I was more so that way. I was like, wow, we made it. We got here to episode 101 or whatever it is. And what am I going to do? Because now moving forward, I'm always going to have to make that choice. Do I use and? Do I not use and? (laughs) So anyway, that's where I'm at mentally today. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also really, really excited about what I'm sharing and the topic of today's episode because it's something that I've applied in my own life that I think can be really useful when we are trying to implement health behavior change. So if we ask the question, how do we learn to implement the health habits that we want long term? If I were to give you the short answer, it is that we change the person and not the action. So the tool that I'm sharing today will elaborate a little bit more on that, and it will be something that you can implement in order to create those health habits, in order to change the way you're behaving without singularly addressing the behavior, but more addressing what's happening internally, thought-wise, that really is what can create lasting change. So the title of today's episode is called Habit Baseline. Habit Baseline, I like to give the definition of as the baseline of what you are easily willing to do. For example, brushing my teeth easily. 
I'm willing to go about 12 hours without brushing, you know, give or take an hour or whatever, depending on when you wake up and go to sleep. That is my habit baseline for brushing my teeth. I can easily go 12 hours without brushing. It's not difficult for me. It's not something I have to think much about. It's just like, this is who I am. I'm a person that brushes their teeth about every 12 hours. Another example is taking my medications. I take a whole like circus of medications and I have to take them at certain interval intervals throughout the day, you know. Um, and if you look at my habit baseline, I am easily willing to go about four hours in between doses. So for me, it's really easy to go those four hours. If you were to say, no, you need to go five or six, that's not something that I would easily be willing to do. It would be something that would challenge me that I'd be like, wait, I don't know that I want to do that. Another example is not smoking. The behavior of not smoking easily, I'm willing to go 1,000 days without smoking. I could reasonably say I'm easily willing to go 10,000 days without smoking. That is a habit or rather a lack of a habit that isn't difficult for me to maintain because I believe that I'm a person who doesn't smoke. It's not that the behavior is just something that I don't do. It's that, no, I'm just not a person that smokes. So that habit baseline for me is, you know, a thousand days, 10,000 days. That's kind of the baseline of what I'm able to do easily. Think about for yourself what health habits you want to have, whether it's exercise, whether it's nutrition, food related, whether it's meditation and journaling, you know, it can be any realm of physical, mental and emotional health. What habits do you not have that you want to have? If you were to think of a specific one, then identify the habit baseline for that behavior. If you were to take any behavior and identify the baseline of what you're easily willing to do, what would it be? For example, if you were someone that wanted to start planning their meals, what would be the baseline of like, oh, I, that would be so easy for me to do? Like instead of planning all of my meals all the time, am I willing to easily do a meal plan for one meal a, a week? Is that something that I could reasonably do almost ridiculously easy as that baseline? Or for exercise, if you are someone that wants to exercise more in your life, let's just take walking, for example. What is the baseline of walking that you are willing to do that would be ridiculously easy? Say, if you were to take your, if you were to look at your week and say, okay, three days, I'm easily willing to walk for five minutes. That is the baseline of that habit that is so easily doable for me. I wouldn't really have to think about it and it wouldn't be something that would challenge me. Same thing with any other habit, whether it's tracking meals. Are you willing to track one meal per day or one meal per week? With meditating, are you willing to meditate for one minute a day? Are you willing to journal for three sentences, right? Think of the baseline as just a ridiculously easy habit that you would be willing to do that would not challenge you very much. When you clearly articulate this baseline that's really ridiculously easy, and then you begin to implement it, that's where the rubber meets the road, and that's where you are able to cultivate some change in order to become the person that has that behavior. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. If we were to go back to the walking example, if you were to think about walking for five minutes on a treadmill, this is something that 
I did for myself when I was pregnant, when I was feeling nauseous and sick and throwing up all the time. I wanted to be a person that exercised, but because I was feeling so terrible, the thought of doing a full workout was kind of repulsive. And so then I just wouldn't do anything at all. So if I was able to set the baseline of my easy willingness of saying, I am easily willing to go to the gym every day, six days a week and walk for five minutes. When I was able to do that, I still operated from the space of, yes, I am a person who exercises. I am here exercising right now. And sometimes when I was pregnant, even that baseline was too high. I had to just set the baseline of driving to the gym and walking inside. I mean, there were days where I would go to the gym and just sit in the locker room because I would feel so sick. But I was still implementing the behavior coming from a place of, I know this might not create a result for me, but that doesn't matter. I'm not in it for the results. I'm in it because it's who I want to be. I want to be a person that's consistent with exercise when I am physically able to. What happens is that we can think of ourselves as who we want to be on that day or during that moment when you are doing the habit baseline of this behavior. When you are doing those five minutes of walking, when you are doing that one minute of meditating, in that moment, you are a person who does that thing. You are embodying the person that regularly meditates, that regularly exercises. What gets in the way of you not having the health behaviors that you want isn't that you need to take more action or that you need to take a different action. It's that you've got things happening in the mind that prevent you from even being able to take action. If you look at any habit from the mindset of what will this get me? What result will this provide? Then continuing and perpetuating these habits can be difficult because many effects of health behaviors are not seen until the long term. I mean, they for sure aren't seen very immediately. And so when you are pursuing a habit from what will this get me, then you start to resent the habit because you don't get the immediate result, which makes it even harder to continue. When you are able to identify a habit baseline and start to implement that of what you were easily willing to do, you are able to create the internal transformation that will then lead to the eventual external transformation, if that's what you're going for in your health behaviors. Doing this practice, using this tool becomes more of developing that relationship with yourself and honoring the promises that you made to yourself. So this switches the reason for doing things from what will this get me to I'm doing this for me. Instead of exercise needing to do something for me, I'm doing this for me because I'm a person that honors my word to myself, that follows through when I say I'm going to do something. What this does is changes things to internally motivated rather than externally motivated. When you are internally motivated, implementing a habit becomes so much easier because you can create that motivation. You can create that willingness. You don't need the results from exercise to create willingness or motivation. You can create the motivation internally. The important piece to all of this is that the baseline habit is just as easy to do as it is not to do. Five minutes of walking three days a week is just as easy to do as it is not to do. And when you implement this, the reason that it's so important is because it summons all of the mind drama that we're looking for. We want to summon the mind drama so that we can then clean it up. What happens is when the time comes for you to walk for five minutes, your brain starts to chatter and say things like, it's not going to make a difference. This won't matter. This isn't going to help me lose weight. 
And all of those things are what we need to address. Those types of thoughts are what are getting in the way between you and who you want to be and the behaviors that you want to have. The three skills that are needed to be committed to health behaviors in whatever way you want to do them is to number one, learn how to overcome our own discomfort and mind drama. So when your brain starts to chatter in this way and it offers all sorts of like rationalizations why we shouldn't do it, like, oh, it's not that awesome. It's not going to make that much of a difference. It's not really that important if I miss this one. Like those are the thoughts that we need to overcome in order to be a person that implements a health habit regularly. If you can work through those thoughts, that's how you are able to exercise as often as you want to exercise. That's how you are able to eat and follow through with your plan as often as you want to. The second skill that is needed is to honor our word to ourselves. When we make a commitment to ourselves to implement this habit baseline, even if it's just five minutes of walking once a week, the ability to say, I planned this for myself and I'm going to follow through with it, that is cultivating a relationship with yourself. And when you can build a really strong relationship with yourself in that way, then any health behavior becomes so much easier to do. So when you can build the foundation of saying, yes, I can follow through on five minutes of walking, you could work up to half an hour, six days a week easily because you are a person that honors your word to yourself. That's why implementing this, though you might not see results from it, it's not about the results. It's not about getting physical results from these health habits. It's about becoming a person that honors your word to yourself so that then you can start to implement the habits that will create more change in the way that you're looking. The third skill is you develop the ability to follow through regardless of getting an immediate result. So this is kind of related to the second skill is you can go forward to do a workout, to follow a meal plan, to track your food, to meditate, whatever, knowing you will not get an immediate result. Right after you meditate for one minute, you may or may not get a tangible, noticeable result. But when you are able to be internally motivated, rather than externally motivated by whatever result would come from the exercise or the health behavior, then again, it becomes so much easier. When you create that internal motivation, that means that you are both the problem or you can be the solution. Developing these three skills, learning how to overcome our own discomfort and mind drama, honoring our word to ourselves, and following through regardless of getting an immediate external result, these skills are what allows you to take any behavior and implement it. Any type of health behavior that you want to have more of in your life, if you have those three skills, it doesn't matter the behavior, you will be able to achieve it. So this is accomplished by implementing a ridiculously easy baseline and living by it to cultivate and nurture these skills. I have talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm trying to meditate more. And for me, most of the time, setting a timer on my phone and meditating for five minutes a day is a habit baseline for me. It's pretty easy to do. And other times in my life, I find that even five minutes seems a little bit too much. And so for me, I'm like, all right, that's that's too much. I need to lower my baseline so that I'm still able to show up for myself and develop these skills. So right now, for me, meditating can sometimes be eight breaths. Can I go and find a quiet space in my house and take eight deep breaths? That's my minimum baseline for meditation. And when I make it that ridiculously easy for me to do, 
Then I'm able to follow through with it easily. And even though it would be easy not to do, I know that it would be easy to do. And in the doing of it, I overcome my mind that's like, this is stupid. This isn't going to make a difference. I overcome that piece. I honor my word to myself because I said, I want to be a person that meditates and I'm going to meditate today at some point. And then I'm able to follow through regardless of getting an immediate external result. I mean, maybe it does help my day be better, but is it like noticeable in that moment? No, but that's not the point. The point is I want to cultivate that skill. I would love to work up to more time meditating so that I could actually reap more benefits from it. When you start to do this, like I mentioned, your brain will argue with you. Your brain's going to give you all of the reasons why it's dumb. It's not going to make a difference. It's not that important. And this is okay. This is actually good. Like I said, this is revealing to us where our weak spots are. This reveals to us the thoughts that are getting in the way of us being the person that we want to be that behaves the way we want to behave. Now, in terms of these health behaviors, something like exercise, exercise is always better than no exercise. But I want to emphasize that it's not the main reason that we're doing it. We aren't doing the five minutes of walking one day a week, three days a week for the benefits of exercise. We are doing it to build the foundation of trust to be able to implement the habits that will actually create the external results. Because then you will have that relationship with yourself where you won't flick out on yourself. You will follow through and you'll learn to overcome that part of your brain that just would rather do nothing, that would rather lay back and watch Netflix. So when you've identified your baseline and you start to implement it, if the baseline turns into more, that's okay. Like if you say, I'm going to walk for five minutes at the gym once a week, twice a week, and it turns into 10 minutes, 20 minutes, that's okay, but it never has to. That's not the reason that we're doing it. It's more of just like a cool byproduct. Like, oh, it was actually a lot easier once I started to get going. That's great if that happens, but it also doesn't have to happen that way. Being driven by internal motivation creates the mindset that allows you to have the habits you want to have long-term. As you grow as you get really good at implementing this habit baseline, you can increase that baseline. Like I said, with meditation, it's pretty minimal and I want to increase it. Like maybe I can get to 16 breaths being a minimal amount that I'm easily willing to do. But for me, exercise right now, that habit baseline is actually really high. But that's because I built it up over years and I've shown up to the gym and, you know, to whatever workout consistently for years to prove that, number one, I can overcome my mind drama that it's like, we're going to the gym again today. I can just miss today. I don't need to go today. It's not going to make that much of a difference. I can overcome a lot of that. Number two, I can honor my word to myself that I'm someone that likes to take care of myself through exercise. And number three, I can follow through with these workouts even if I don't get like shredded muscles after doing one CrossFit workout. That's what allows me to keep showing up to exercise as much as I do, you know, in a reasonable way because I've developed those skills with exercise, but it took time because it was much, much harder before I was this accustomed to it. And think about no matter what this baseline would be for you, you do embody that person for that time. If you are spending one minute doing anything, within that minute, you are a person that does that thing. I go to the gym. I am a runner. I am a meditator. I am fueling my body. Becoming that person with those habits will create long-lasting habits more than just attempting certain habits over and over. When you can be that person and consider how that person thinks about this habit and what thoughts a person doesn't have when they are pursuing that habit, 
Someone that's a really good runner doesn't wake up and go, oh, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. They've overcome that drama. So then they just embody that version that can long term be a runner as often as they want. So consider these health habits that you might want to implement and identify a habit baseline. Identify what would be the most ridiculously easy amount that you would be willing to do and start to implement it. And remind yourself when your brain's like, but we wouldn't get any results from it. That's not the point. The point is to develop these three skills for you to become a person that can implement habits easily. And then keep track. Keep track of how often you meet this habit baseline and make sure you give yourself some credit and some love for showing up for yourself. It's a big deal when you start to develop the relationship with yourself where you honor the word that you might have given to yourself to say, hey, I'm going to do this. And then you follow through with it. That type of relationship is so special. Like, you know, those people that you can just trust no matter what. You're like, I just have to call and they will be there. I can rely on them always. We love those people. We're so grateful for those people. And we want to cultivate your ability to be that person for yourself. So make sure you give yourself credit for when you show up for yourself and when you are working to develop these skills so that you can implement the health habits that you want to improve your health in whatever way. So consider that, my friends. That's all I have. Thank you so much for listening to this episode 101, 101, 101, 100.1, 100. I don't know, folks. It's going to be quite an interesting road uh, saying these numbers from now on. But here we are. And Mrs. Lambert, um, if you're listening, please don't hesitate to reach out and correct me if I'm wrong or please clarify because I am in turmoil over this. All right. That's all I have. Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.